The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to School of Miracles Radio with your host, Heather Scavetta. Have you ever wanted to communicate with a loved one in spirit? Here, you will learn how to see, hear, and feel as mediums and psychics do. Everyone can learn how to communicate with their spirit team of guides and loved ones. No previous experience is necessary. Come with us as we enter a beautiful world that you never knew you were a part of. Now, here is Heather Scavetta. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me this week. Uh, we're going to be talking all about energy healing, what that is, and how you can start today uh, giving uh, healing to yourself and others. And if you're doing that already, I'm hoping that you'll pick up on some new tips or ideas. So just to get it out of the way, I just wanted to remind everybody that they can send in any questions or comments um, just send me an email and I'll get them. So if you have a question about today's show or anything else, please drop me a line. Uh, I also wanted to remind everybody of upcoming workshops at School of Miracles. Now, this is on location in Caledon, Ontario, Canada. There is a grief group on Saturday, October 3rd in the afternoon. And this Sunday, we have Getting to Know Your Animal Spirits. Uh, that's always a fun day, working with the animals. And that's October 4th, 10 to 3. Also, upcoming Reiki certification. So I'm a Reiki master and I teach Reiki. Reiki 1 is October 24th and Reiki 2 is October 25th. You can take one or both. Uh, yes, you can take Reiki 2 at the, the next day um, after you take Reiki 1. Uh, also, if you're at the point now where you're ready to take your Reiki Master, I do have spots available for October 10th and 11th. It is a two-day course, uh, but also I can work around your schedule. And yes, I can do Reiki certifications long distance, so you don't need to be on location uh, to receive your certification. Uh, all the other uh, uh, courses you can register on the website, schoolofmiracles.ca. Also, I just want to remind everybody, especially those who have businesses of their own, uh, that I would love you to advertise with me that your name can appear on the radio uh, page and you can uh, get a broader audience uh, because truly there are thousands of people all over the world that is listening to this program. The other way is to subscribe to my newsletter and you will be notified of upcoming courses. So let's move on to the topic of today, which is energy healing. Wow, it is a huge topic. So much to learn, so much to know. 
And the way that I approach everything is to keep it as simple as possible, that everybody can learn how to do energy healing work. Uh, You don't need to be a special shaman or somebody who's been doing it for a very long time for it to be effective. Everybody can learn how to do this. So what is energy healing? Well, it's the process where you allow God's energy, which is life and love, to flow through you to another person. And I am positive that almost everyone who is listening has done this already. And maybe you were aware of that state of grace when that happened. And perhaps you weren't. But of course, we are all healers. We all allow this love to flow through us to another. And, uh, but we can learn uh, different techniques and ways of working with this energy. Some people refer to this energy as life force energy, and very much in the Reiki community, uh, this is uh, the term that we use. Um, But again, we all have access to this energy. You don't need to be a Reiki master or a Reiki practitioner for this to work for you. Just remember that the healing doesn't come from you. It comes from this energy that's flowing through you. Indeed, you are the channel for God's love. Uh, So why do energy healing? Well, basically, it's a tool to help somebody. And sometimes we don't know what to do for somebody. Uh, Sometimes we have somebody in front of us who is looking for answers, looking for help. And sometimes we don't have those answers. Um, If you uh, approach that person and offer them God's love through you in a healing practice, Uh, Truly, it can work miracles. There is something unique about God's healing energy. It truly breaks down walls. Um, This feeling also happens in meditation where you get that sensation that the walls are coming down, that your barriers are coming down. And I've gone through this process myself, so I know know what I'm speaking of. Um, It just makes you feel safe. And it also allows you to get to the heart of the matter. It, it kind of sweeps away uh, any, any thoughts that you have uh, that are closing you off to new possibilities. It helps to open up your mind. Really, it is a direct link to working with spirit. And working with healing energy is another way for you to learn spirit communication, which is really at the heart of everything that I do is for you to increase this connection. Uh, When I was first learning uh, in my first uh, development circle to communicate with spirit and my daughter on the other side, healing energy came forward, uh, this process of learning how to do this. And I realized that it gave me uh, tools to help my own development in the way that it gave me time time to be in the energy and to communicate with spirit in my mind, to ask them questions and to wait for responses while I was in that healing energy. And so for those of you out there who are still in the process of developing, I really urge you to find a teacher who works with healing energy or find a practitioner uh, and to experience this yourself Uh, to learn how to give healing in this way 
will increase your communication with spirit because the way that you communicate, for instance, uh, last week I talked uh, about psychic development, working with different people's energy. Definitely you are working this way when you are giving uh Uh, healing energy because you are in each other's energy field and so you're interpreting that energy so sometimes when people are on the path of of looking to heal themselves whether it is uh, you or somebody you know oftentimes alternative healing practices such as reiki or any other Uh, hands-on healing practice, you know, could be therapeutic touch, it could be the reconnection, whatever they call it, it still is healing energy. And oftentimes people look for that when the medical establishment has not given them the answers. And I know after I lost uh, my daughter, I knew the world didn't have the answer for me where she was. And that moved me to look into the spirit realm. So perhaps your own healing journey has led you there too, to look for answers beyond this world. Um, I'm definitely not putting down the medical establishment. There definitely is a place for them. And you can work in conjunction with uh, doctors, with medication, and do hands-on healing with somebody. It is not about challenging their faith to let go of their pills or their medication or their medical doctor and to adopt uh, spiritual healing. It is definitely not about that. It is a process. And so I urge uh, you to work with both modalities and to search out other ways as well. Um, Acupressure, acupuncture, uh, massage. There's so many other ways to work with healing energy. So did you realize that you can also do this energy healing on yourself? You don't need another practitioner, but there is something very special about involving another person in this process. Someone perhaps who has gone through this process themselves, who has worked with their own uh, illnesses or, or whatever is going on with them. And we definitely can share our experiences with one another and give each other uh, ideas of, of what works and perhaps um, what does not. So really, a master healer, I feel, is one who is going through the process themselves. If you go to someone who has not gone through the process themselves, then I feel they have a limited perspective. Now, I don't want to say 100% because there are those who have walked the path before and have come back and who understand the journey and want to share them with others. But there can be a little bit of arrogance from uh, a healer practitioner who does not go through the healing process themselves because they feel that they are above it. Uh, And so we are all part of the process of working through our issues. And definitely most of us are in this physical expression to work through it. So you will also get the perspective of what is it like 
to be the person on the healing table, to be the person sitting in that chair being counseled. Uh, so you, you have an extra compassion because you have gone through it yourself. And also, I also feel that a lot of people who have had or continue to have health challenges, perhaps they are present so that you can help others go through the same healing process. Can we look at everything that happens in our life as a positive, even though some things are extremely difficult and definitely a path where you have an illness, where you are struggling with your own health, I feel is one of the most difficult paths to be on. But there can be many positive revelations through the process. So there are always parts of ourselves that can be looked at, that can be uh, understand and healed. And I really feel that healing is understanding something. Because when we don't understand something, we fear it. And sometimes we can create problems because we are in fear. Um, I'm not putting a blanket over everything, but there are certain conditions that we can exasperate because we are in a fear-based um, approach to it. And so if we can, you know, remove ourselves a little bit to what's going on and step back and say, you know, there is a bigger picture here. We may not be able to see the entire picture, but can we look at maybe what the positives are in what we're going through? And I've said before that the positives can be in that we can share our experience and successes uh, with others. So energy healing can be used in conjunction with other modalities uh, like past life regression. And I know through my own journey that past life regression has really helped me understand those parts of myself. So why am I here in this physical expression? What am I working on? What's really going on that I need to understand and therefore heal? And when you're on a past life regression table or chair and put into this meditative state, which is really all it is, the walls start to come down and some truths can be shown to you of what it is you're working on and some ideas uh, of how you can approach this. And if you're already communicating with spirit, they'll be able to tell you these things in a more broad way. So perhaps you'll see pictures or hear them tell you something. So we're going to continue on this thread when we come back from break. Stay with us, won't you? The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. 
His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everyone. Okay, so before break, we were talking about past life regression and how being in that chair and having someone guide you into different uh, aspects of yourself really is what a past life is. So maybe something that happened and that you've carried forward energetically, maybe something that you're still working on. You know, perhaps you're, you're working on, on grief, letting go of grief, uh, healing your heart. Um, perhaps you're working on forgiving someone. Uh, perhaps you're working on forgiving yourself. Um, all these things can happen. Uh, on a healing table, these revelations can come to you, the bits and pieces that you can start to put into practice to help yourself heal. So I'd like to go through um, a healing session and how you can start um, healing yourself or healing somebody else. And so when you start a healing, intention is important. Um, Intention is important with all spirit work. So the first thing you want to do is to say a prayer. And I've talked about prayer before in the other episodes. Um, but this, a prayer, um, sets your intention of, of what it is you're doing. So who, who are you talking to in spirit? Who do you want to be there to help you? That kind of thing. And what kind of outcome are you looking for? So when you say your prayer, um, ask for helpers. Ask for spirit helpers to come forward. And over time, you will get to know who your healing guides are. And uh, for me, uh, I always ask Jesus to come in when I do a healing because Jesus is a master healer. If that doesn't align uh, with your faith, then choose another helper. Perhaps you, perhaps you have a, another ascended master you would like to work with. Um, Archangel Raphael is the angel of healing and I always ask him to come in and then I also ask for Dr. Usui which is uh, Dr. Usui is a Reiki master and the lineage under which I trained and so I always ask Dr. Usui to be present when I give a healing and there's a funny story when I became a Reiki master and started teaching I taught my husband um, Reiki as well and he always sees pictures on the healing table. And I asked him what he saw as I was giving him healing. And he said he saw a man with round glasses and a goatee. And I went and showed him a picture of Dr. Usui. And he had seen Dr. Usui while we were 
um, on the table while healing was being given. And I told him that I had asked him to come in and join us. So even if you don't see spirit, can you just trust that when you ask them to come that they're there? Because they are. And they know exactly what's going on. And then ask during your prayer, ask for the highest and best to occur because you don't know what that is. You know, we all want a miracle to happen. We all want someone to be cured, but we don't really know the purpose of what is going on. And so can we trust that God knows and just ask for the highest and best to occur and bypass yourself? Can you get your ego out of the healing? The healing is not there to prove to anybody that you're a great healer. That's not why you're doing it. You're there to be the conduit for the healing energy. So it's not about you. Is it about, it's about can you allow God's healing to move through you? And so we don't look for validation. We don't look for an obvious cure to have happened. Whatever has occurred during the healing is what that person needed. And we can't speed up that process for them. It may take more sessions with the patient as they allow the healing to occur. It really is about the soul and the person and what they allow to happen. And it can take a lifetime. It can take a moment. And we don't know what that is. We're just the facilitator. So can you trust? Uh, I, I know that when I started my own healing journey, that I was told some things that I needed to work on. And I wasn't ready to hear that yet. It was at the beginning of of my journey. And uh, I just wasn't ready to hear that. So the healer that offered me that suggestion, you know, I thank them for it. And hopefully their ego wasn't involved that I didn't take their suggestion because definitely down the line I did. And I did work on those aspects. aspects. So if you have somebody that you want to give healing to and they're with you, um, you're going to uh, go through the procedure. uh, And I talked about how you're going to um, get out of the way, um, uh, let your ego be set aside and allow this healing to come through you. So you've said your prayer, you've asked for your helpers to come, you prayed for the highest and best. And the other thing that I ask Um, is for you to meditate or be quiet and prepare before you give a healing. And this often is a time where you center your own energy. You don't want to approach somebody if your energy is off kilter. You want to be centered in your own um, being as well. And this is also a time that if you work with spirit, you can ask for information ahead of time before the healing. This just gives you some extra time. Let's go of some of the pressure of the healing. And I try not to direct the information that might come in. And I'll say something like, uh, how can I be of service? What is it that this person needs to know? And I will maybe get pictures about a certain situation or whatever is appropriate will come through. And sometimes you won't get any information. But I definitely, if you take this seriously, can you prepare before a session? The other thing you're going to do is you're going to clear the energy in the room before you start. And many people have different types of rituals to this. It could be open a window and allow fresh air in. Uh, It could be smudging. Uh, I would stay away from incense or anything that may bother a person coming, but you can also just have the intention and ask spirit to help you clear the room of any negative energy. 
And you've already meditated before and the person has arrived and you want to sit with them and explain the process to them. And ask for permission to touch them. Now, some healing modalities, you will actually place your hands on the person and the other ones, you will just hover above them. And so you don't need to touch for it to be effective. Uh, But if you do want to touch, then you must ask the person um, if it's okay and wash your hands before the procedure as well. So you're going to ask your patient to close their eyes and just be receptive to the energies. And now you're going to stand at the side of your patient and you're going to say a prayer just to get started. And you're going to ask for your guides and also the patient's guides, their healing guides to come forward. You see, it's a team effort when this happens. And this is when you can also reiterate that you want the highest and best to occur. The other thing that's really important with allowing the energy to move through you is that your heart is open. And so can you find some commonality between you and the patient, uh, that you're both souls, that you're both children of God? This is a good commonality. But if you're still not feeling it, think of someone you love and allow your heart to start to open. And you'll just naturally start to feel that loving feeling. Uh, If your heart is tight and closed, it's very difficult for the energy to move through you. And then you're going to start placing your hands on the patient. So if you uh, want to learn Reiki, it will give you this technique in this procedure and you will know the different hand positions to make. But to keep it really simple, you don't need anything special. Place your hands where you want to, where it makes sense to, perhaps where the hurting is, where the illness is, and trust that God's healing energy will go to the part that needs healing, that needs rebalancing, which is really what is happening because it's about energy, rebalancing the energy of somebody. And when you hold your hands, it is best to keep the fingers closed. And when you touch somebody, it should be as light as a butterfly. So you're not pressing, you're not forcing the energy to come through you. You're allowing, you're stepping back. You're allowing the energy. Can you be relaxed and kind of be in that meditative state as you allow that energy to flow through you? Try not to direct the energy, to force the energy to do this, to do that, to manipulate the energy in any way. Can you trust that God's healing energy is perfection and it knows what it's doing? You're just the conduit. So step back, step back, step back in your energy. So light as a butterfly. And then when you're all done moving your hands around the body, you're going to stand back and hold your hands up in the direction of the patient and just allow the energy to flow. You're going to stand back and allow that energy to move through all the energetic fields of the patient uh, to the soul level, to the mental emotional level, not just the physical level. Uh, so stand stand back and allow that beaming to happen. And then you're going to seal the energies in. So how we imagine energy is what is occurring. So can you imagine white light circling around them to seal in those, those energetic energies? So our intention is that these energies are going to seal in their energetic field. And then when you're all done, Uh, You're going to thank all the guides, the masters, and everyone who came forward to help you in this process. And then you're going to sit and discuss with your patient 
any thoughts, impressions, or communication from spirit that may have happened. And this is what you can add to your healing practice. If you have a practice where you just allow the energy to flow through you, that is perfectly acceptable and absolutely important. But if you are one that communicates with spirit or want to increase that connection, you can work with them during the healing process of understanding what is happening as you move through the body with your hands. And so it is best for the healing practitioner to understand the energy centers of the body, to understand the main chakra systems. And there are, there's a lot of information out there about chakras, but this will help you understand if you are sensing something in a certain part of the body, what might be going on underneath. So for instance, there is a huge energy center, probably the largest in the heart center. And the heart chakra will tell you that there's something going on with a person's heart. That's pretty obvious. And so anybody struggling with grief probably has issues around this heart chakra. And as you place your hands over the heart chakra, you allow God's love to come through you and enter that heart. This will help the heart to open, to rebalance, to clear any blocked energy that may have occurred because of the grief process, or maybe there was trauma or whatever else is happening. And so that's just an example. If you go, let's say, to the throat chakra, you will know if you are sensing a block in energy here. Perhaps the energy isn't flowing as nicely as you'd like. Uh, and you'll ask spirit in your mind, tell me more about this. What is happening here? Uh, or what does this person need to know? And you'll start getting thoughts or impressions or pictures related to the throat area and throat, of course, is communication. So perhaps this person is having difficulty speaking up for themselves or or they're, they're not speaking their own truth. They have fear around that. So get to know the energy centers of the body and what they represent, and that will help you to interpret what is going on in a healing session. So we're going to talk more about that as we come back from break. Stay with us, won't you? This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. 
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everyone. Uh, Before break, uh, we're uh, talking about uh, chakras and the healing process. Uh, But I want to keep this super simple. So if you have somebody coming to you and you're going through a healing treatment, you know, that can take up to an hour half an hour, an hour, but you can do this very simply, very easily with someone's permission because you want to have permission uh, from that person that they want to receive healing from you. You can simply stand behind them, put your hands on their shoulders and in your mind ask God's love to flow through you into them. That's how simple it can be. You know, children will naturally approach you if you're suffering and put their hand on you. And because their heart is so open, they're so pure, they just allow that love to flow through them. So you can do the same thing. But if you want to spend more time with someone, you want to talk to them about the healing journey and guide them, um, then perhaps you want to uh, have a more involved session. And so you can do it simply, you can do it um, for a longer process. And you can also send healing long distance because there isn't really time or space uh, that we can send uh, God's healing energy to somebody who, who isn't present in the room. And we learn different techniques uh, in Reiki, uh, Reiki 2 actually, how to send Reiki long distance, but something that you can start today. Let's say there's somebody that you know that you have permission to send them some healing, um, you can have a picture of them. Just stand back and place your hands uh, towards the picture and ask God to send his healing to that person. It can be that simple. Um, Now, back to the chakras. We talked a little bit about the heart and the throat chakra. You also have a chakra on the top of your head, which is called the crown chakra. And... If this is aligned, you know, your chakras are always open to some degree because you're, you're alive, uh, your physical body is alive, but we can open these centers uh, wider, uh, create more of a balance. And when your crown is aligned, you have the feeling of transcendence. And definitely this happens when you're in meditation or you're giving healing or working with spirit, you can get the sensation of that crown on top of your head opening. And, you know, for me, I may get a feeling of tingling at the top of my head. You know, I'm feeling it right now. Um, but you may get your own sensation with that. Uh, then come down to the, the center of your forehead. That's your third eye chakra. And when that's aligned, you're going to trust the process. This is your spiritual sight. This is images you may get from spirit. So 
knowing these chakras will help you understand yourself, but also the person that you're giving healing to. So let's say you sense a blockage in that area, then perhaps this is about them not trust, not trusting the process. And so you can help them. Uh, the throat, we talked about um, if it's aligned, you'll speak your truth and you will have the ability to do that. You will have confidence to speak the truth. Your heart chakra, if aligned, you give love and receive love freely. Uh, your solar plexus, which is kind of like in your stomach area, is your power center. And if it's aligned, you will feel feel full of power because you're a powerful person. You know, yes, it comes from God, but you, you are a powerful person. And when you don't feel like you are powerful, when you feel you lack power, this is the energy center that perhaps you can concentrate on. So if you wanted to give yourself healing, put your hands on your solar plexus and ask God to send you healing there. It can be that simple. And your sacral chakra, which is your pelvic area, when that's perfectly aligned, you'll have healthy relationships with yourself and others. This is uh, the root of creativity. So it's important that you have something that you do that's creative, that keeps that center uh, healthy. And your root chakra, which is at the base of your spine, when that's fully aligned, you feel safe in your environment. Uh, You feel abundant. If you have a lack of money or you don't feel secure where you live, very much this will be your root chakra, this energy center that may uh, be weak. So you can see that if you know the chakras, that you can have an extra insight to what's going on with the body when your hand passes over them. Now, I just want to let you know that for me, and you have to practice doing healing yourself and figure out how it is for you, everybody can get thoughts as they're moving through somebody's um, energetic field. So you may have thoughts like you want to go to their feet. Well, go there. Spirit's guiding you. You know, you're not in control. Uh, they're, they're using you uh, person to person, right? This is the only reason why we have bodies is for communication. So they're using your body to communicate God's love to that person. So go to where your impulses are. Uh, so as I move through the body, I usually keep my eyes closed. So I'm in that meditative state, that receptive state. I'm just allowing the energy to throw, to flow through me. So if you need a visualization of what's going on, you can think about white light coming down into your crown chakra, the top of your head, coming down into your heart center, down your arms and out the palms of your hands. You have chakras in the palms of your hands. So just think of the white light coming down and going out. And that will give you something to focus on as you're moving through the body of somebody. Uh, that was a simple technique that I was taught in, in you know my first class with healing. And I thank Miriam for that. Uh, because it just gives your mind something to focus on. But because I've been doing healing for a long time, I'm concentrating on the information that's happening. So am I stepping back? Am I allowing this energy to move through me? But am I also noticing how spirit is guiding me? So I'll get colors as I move through the body. And when I maybe land on a certain part of the body, I'll start to see pale blue. This tells me that the person is in need of healing in some way to do with this area. And I also advise you to get to know the parts of the body and think and what they represent. So for example, let's say I got pale blue over a shoulder. Well, you know that 
shoulders can represent carrying the weight of the world. You know, maybe this person is carrying too much responsibility in their life. And this will manifest in the body that they're doing too much. They're carrying too much responsibility. And they, this may um, lead to shoulder injuries, right? So think about the parts of the body and what they may represent. And there's lots of information out there on how to interpret the body. But I also do that in my Reiki certifications. We talk about the body. Uh, another good reference is Louise Hay's Heal Your Body. There's a lot of associations to body parts and what's going on with them emotionally. Um, Louise Hay believes that uh, a lot of uh, illness is manifested in the body because we cannot love ourselves. And if we can truly love ourselves, then we can heal our body. Now, keep in mind that there is a lots of other reasons why we come in with illness or manifest illness. This is not about accusing anybody, telling somebody that they're not thinking positive enough. It is not about that. It is just a healing to recognize that we have never left home, that we are still perfect in God's eyes, that our true self, our eternal self is perfect and without illness. It helps us to refocus on that and place less importance to what's going on in our body. So, for instance, I also would like to talk about children that come in with illness, okay? It's nothing that they did wrong. It's nothing about their mind, okay? It's about them coming to teach us. They are advanced souls teaching lessons to us. And there are so many people out there who know about children who have been sick. And they truly say what wisdom this child has, how freely this child loves. And there's so much we can learn through being the witness to somebody else's suffering and illness. Uh, But also, we are teachers to others when we go through this process. So it is a choice of the soul. This is a choice that they made coming through. But we can help. We can help realign the mind. We can help refocus on that perfection of the person. And as a a healing practitioner, uh, you never align with somebody with their illness. This is not how you see them. You see them as perfect and whole as God created them. And you do not see them as somebody is sick. You don't join in in the sickness. This is not to say that this person does not see this as real, and that this is an issue they're dealing with. You just don't reinforce it. You reinforce the other qualities of the self. And, uh, you know, I can't reiterate that enough. So I'm a big proponent of A Course in Miracles. This is channeled work. This is Jesus speaking about the purpose of sickness, about the purpose of illness, and how we can heal this. And all healing is of the mind, realigning us with the truth of our being. Uh, The body is just a communication. It's a way for us to look there. It's a way for us to practice that and to speak our truth. So in A Course of Miracles, it also says that you always receive as much as you can accept. And this is so true. Uh, Going through my own process of healing um, grief, Uh, you know, with my daughter and, and other issues with myself is can we accept 
God's love? Can we accept that love that's coming from our healing practitioner, that energy? Can we let go of any barriers that we've created to receiving that love? And it can be overwhelming. It can make us cry. And, you know, there's a big part of us that wants to block that up. No, I don't want to get emotional. No, I don't want to feel that. So it's a process, but having somebody um, receive healing and receiving healing myself, I know that I can get those barriers down, that it will help me get that barrier down so that I can receive that love fully. Also, when you do not value yourself, you can get sick because you don't value the truth. You don't value that you are a child of God, that you are perfection, that you are enough, that you are important, that you are uh, as important as anybody else here. Okay, so it's also a recognition that perhaps you need to value yourself more. And what does that mean to you? What things can you put into place that will reinforce that you're a valuable person? Are you putting your needs first? This is not the ego. This is health. And I'm going to talk more about this uh, when we come back after the break. So stay with me, won't you? The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca to find out about Heather Scavetta and her channeled life readings and School of Miracles. Heather blends her energy with the council to bring forth their words of guidance and encouragement that can help you take that next step forward on your spiritual path. You may also attend classes and workshops at School of Miracles in the Toronto, Ontario, Canada area. Learn to communicate with your loved ones, spirit guides, animals, and others in your spirit team. For more information, please visit schoolofmiracles.ca. Tony Scavetta has been giving mediumship readings since 2004. His exceptional gift of clairvoyance will provide validation that your loved ones did not die and are here with you today. Experience healing through knowing your loved one is still with you and receive personal messages from them. Private and group sessions are available. Visit schoolofmiracles.ca and book through the calendar for Tony's availability. That's schoolofmiracles.ca. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. listening to School of Miracles Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send Heather an email to info at schoolofmiracles.ca. That's info at schoolofmiracles.ca. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. So, you're talking about uh, illness, and uh, something that I wanted to talk about is that there are many who are on uh, the journey of healing who have an illness or a sickness, whatever you want to call it. And because it has gone on for a while, 
because it really has become part of their life to look for a cure, to, to manage this illness, that there are those out there who um, can benefit from being sick. And I know it's a, it's a touchy subject, but it's something that honestly you need to explore with yourself. Um, this is how we can understand other people is to recognize that in ourselves. And sometimes people create illness. Uh, sometimes they use their illnesses for an excuse. And it becomes part of who they are. And what would happen if all of a sudden they were cured and they didn't have the illness anymore? Perhaps they would lose the attention of others. Uh, perhaps they would have to get on with their life. Perhaps they would have to look at other areas of their life that are scary to them. You know, perhaps they could leave their marriage and start a new life if they were well. So this is what I'm talking about, getting to the truth. And this is what a healing practitioner can help you look into. And definitely exploring a past life life regression can give you some of these uh, ideas as well. And, you know, I know this to be true in my own life. I had a past life regression where I was a young child and I had a stomach tumor and I didn't want to get well because I would lose, this is a child's perspective, but I would lose the love of my family and they were so attentive to me. They, they were with me all the time and I had such a fear of losing people that I was willing to die for it. I didn't care that they would grieve at the time. I just didn't want them to leave me. And so I died where I could have uh, chosen differently. And this is what a healing practitioner can give to somebody is give them ideas, give them an insight to what may be going on underneath the surface. We may never see the bigger picture here, but there are clues to that. And so as an adult, I can look back on that um that experience and bring it into my present and understand that I am working at that deep fear of losing people and what are some of the things that I do and decisions that I make in my life to keep people attentive to me. So I noticed in my own life, this current lifetime, that I had stomach issues. Now, not as bad as a tumor, but I had stomach problems and there wasn't any reason for it. So being shown that past life regression, I had to acknowledge in this lifetime that perhaps I was creating this to keep people close to me. And I had to look honestly at it and realize that when my stomach hurt, I would tell my family and my girls would rally around me and give me a hug and say, mommy, it's going to be okay. And I realized that I could be doing it for attention because there was no reason for it. Uh, so when I acknowledged that, I stopped talking about the illness. And to be truthful, it never happened again. I never had those stomach pains again. So it was something that I was creating in my own mind to get attention. And at 50 years old, that's not easy to look at because you think only children do that. You know, say they're too, st- too sick to go to school or whatever. You know, um, I had to look at that as a mature adult and realize that I was doing that. And when I acknowledged that and stopped doing it, it went away. 
So can we think about those aspects of our own mind and how we're looking at our own illness? And I know that that experience uh, happened to me so that I can share it with others because maybe uh, that will bring some revelation to you too. This is what the healing journey of a practitioner can bring. You can bring your own experiences. And what's so interesting is, is the people who come to me for a healing session are often those people that I have experience with what their challenges are through my own life. Isn't that amazing how spirit knows which person to send to which person? Uh, and I noticed that some people who deal with other things that I don't have experience with often don't seek me out. But people who have had grief, loss, uh, issues of forgiveness in their life, uh, things like that, I do get people with a lot of emotional issues. And at the heart of it, this is what healing uh, is the root of of illness, is really how we think about ourselves and how we think about others and part of the big reason why we're in a physical expression is to learn forgiveness and sometimes we hold ourselves accountable for past mistakes and it manifests as illness in our body and only you know the truth of that spirit already knows but only you know and not all uh, of your information will be given to the healing practitioner. So don't worry about that. Spirit only tells them uh, what is appropriate. So you don't need to lay out everything when you go to a practitioner. Uh, Spirit uh, knows what to say and what not to say, and they keep your confidences. But oftentimes, we can hold ourselves accountable for past mistakes. This can manifest as holding things in our muscles. We can have an old injury And we can use uh, uh, maybe the guilt around that or what we think we did, which of course is not true, but what we think we did and we hold it in our body for a lifetime because we feel we need to suffer for that. That is so not true. You, Everything that you did, there was a higher purpose for it. Your job is to let all that go. Let all the past go. You don't need to carry it in your body going forward. You can be a new person tomorrow. You can let more of that perfection through. You can acknowledge that you are perfect in every way. And don't hold yourself accountable. The other thing is, is if you think somebody else did something to you, then you're not thinking in your right mind either because they need forgiveness too. And that will help you acknowledge that they too are a child of God, that we all make mistakes. Anytime you attack somebody else, you're attacking yourself because we are one energy. So can you see that this is why you need to be on your own journey of healing to understand those aspects of yourself that you can let go and let the true self shine through. And the true self is full of health and vitality. But I don't want you to think that if somebody isn't healthy, that they're failing. That is so not true because it is a journey and oftentimes they come to show us. So they are gifts to us, definitely. And I learned so much watching uh, my mother-in-law who had cancer and I wished a cure for her. I wished her to be free from pain, but it was a journey that she needed to take and I learned so much 
from her gift. So know that all is serving a higher purpose. All has a higher meaning. So another thing that you can do to get to the heart of the matter is to sit in meditation and ask spirit to show you what are your issues, what are some things that you are carrying forward, maybe from this lifetime or another lifetime that you can let go of because the minute you understand it, it's gone. So don't bury your head in the sand. Have courage to look at yourself with honesty. And when you do, you'll look at everybody else differently. And you'll see that we're just all learning together, helping one another uh, to heal. So if you were inspired by this show today and want to learn more about hands-on healing, either come and learn Reiki from me or seek out somebody in your own neighborhood because there are many Reiki practitioners throughout the world now and lots to share. Um, Can you accept God's love for you? This is really what it comes down to. I thank you so much for tuning in this week and I look forward to uh, next week's show. Thank you for tuning in to School of Miracles Radio. Please join your host, Heather Scavetta, again next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. And remember, you are never alone. Your loved ones and spirit guides are always around you. Music